0: Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Uh, So I'm excited to have Brad King, CEO of Stitch Golf, on with us today. Uh, before I reached out to Brad and said, hey, can we get you on the show? And uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into the SL2 that I'm carrying uh, a little later on. Uh, I've been a Stitch fan. I've been a Stitch bag carrier now for probably three years. I want to say four, but I, I may be off on the number there, but it, at least three that I can think of outstanding stuff that y'all are doing over at stitch uh looking forward to getting into kind of the car influence and some of the designs you've got going on brad we're going to talk a little about um about your and charlie's relationship uh back in high school and your coaching days Dan's probably going to have some challenging questions about your golf game. Mm. I don't know. He may not. He may want sure. to talk about what you're drinking tonight. Bring it
1: on, man. <laughs> Bring it on. Should I go ahead and pour pour some uh, rye yeah. whiskey here. It, yeah.
0: it, if you don't, you're well behind us, All sir. Right. So Yeah, we, uh, we did share our, uh, our ragtime, uh, barrel pick with, uh, with the folks at Stitch. Hopefully it looks like you just got into that. So hopefully you, uh, you shared around the office if that's allowed or, or somewhere thereabout. So
1: (laughs) I'll share with them after
0: this. Exactly. So Brad, enough about that, man. Uh, how about a, Give us a rundown on uh, Brad King and uh, how you wound up at Stitch Golf.
1: Yeah, it's great. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on, guys. Really, uh, uh, I love making birdies, and I love uh, I love uh, bourbon. So, uh, pretty good combination and a uh, fan of your podcast. So, thanks That's for good. having me on. Awesome. You. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in Cary, North Carolina, uh, which is just outside of Raleigh. Lived here in the same zip code my whole life. And uh, was, um, you know, fortunate enough to have been in – uh the office products industry prior to getting into golf so uh i'm i would say that i've been a, a, an avid golfer a golf fan um student of the game and love watching it pretty much my whole life um but getting in the golf industry it just came about just a little over 4 years ago so um yeah i um have been married for 35 years I uh, just celebrated that i've got a 25 year old daughter and, uh, believe it or not, I'm taking the family, my daughter, my wife, and my son-in-law. We're going on a vacation to Italy. If the, uh, European union will let us in. <laughs> nice. Congrats,
0: man. Well, I'm sure uh, we got some good Amaro over there, some wine. I mean, you're going to have a good time over there. We've so.
1: got it all planned. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. Well,
0: <laughs> Hey, fingers crossed that everything goes well and, uh, everybody, you know, stays in the where as they need to stay and you make it over successfully. So, well,
1: thanks. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. So, yeah, so now I'm in the golf business, and uh, it's it's a weird story how it all came to be. Um, Charlie and I, uh, Charlie Bergwin, who's the founder of Stitch, we, we like to say that our relationship all started with a lob wedge. <laughs> and uh, I was his high school golf coach back in the early 90s. And um, we would play practice rounds and Charlie would have a ball that was on the fringe or the, you know, the collar of the green and short sided. And instead of putting it through this really tightly cut fringe, he would pull out the lob wedge and try and hit a little uh, 10 foot flop shot. Mm -hmm. And um, I would say uh, it was a challenge as a coach. Uh, but now that we're all grown up, um, we don't have those challenges anymore. We we don't use the lob wedge. We pull the putter out. <laughs> who? who uh, Tom Watson. What do you say? Uh, when you can putt, putt, right? So absolutely, absolutely, yeah, no doubt about it. But that's how we all got started. Uh, I was um, I was coach at, at uh, Apex High School with um, another uh, coach. I played golf with the principal of the high school, and he said we've got these really good players coming in. Um, we've got a, a, a lady golf coach. She's awesome, but I'm afraid these guys are going to be kind of a lot to handle and love for you to get involved and help out. So I volunteered my time and, um, met Charlie and, uh, we won a couple of conference championships and had a good time uh, coaching those guys. And then, uh, you know, Charlie wasn't really a part of my life until, we'll call it five and a half years ago where I bumped into him one day at lunch. And he told me about this head cover company that he had. <laughs> uh, he congratulated me on the sale. I had an office products company that I'd sold to Staples and I uh, was just doing M advisory work. Uh, and um, he told me about this, this company that he had making leather head covers. And interestingly enough, I said, well, okay, great. Congratulations. Good luck with that. And I got home and went to my golf bag and realized I was carrying a stitch head cover (laughs) and didn't know it was his company. So it was, uh, it started a series of conversations where he was picking my brain for, for business uh, ideas and guidance. And I asked him a question one day, I said, how would you like to build a, like a golf brand? Like, really, let's go for it more than head covers kind of get out of the, um, what I would call the arts and crafts business, but let's, let's build a real golf brand. And uh, he was keen on the idea, put together a group of investor partners, and we bought the company and basically recapitalized it uh, just over four years ago. And we set out to build Stitch, the golf brand that you know today, that is really more known for products, um, golf bags, head covers, this whole concept of dress your game. Uh we like to talk about the guy that shows up at the golf course driving the nice car, dressed the right way, and then he pops the trunk and you know, chaos ensues. Uh, wait, it, it, wait a minute, Brad. I don't I don't life.
0: mean to interrupt you, but I think that guy is on this show with us tonight. That Dan? <laughs> yeah, that's Dan for sure. Oh yeah, right. Dan for sure. Come on, Dan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fix um, that, man. That's right. That's right. Absolutely fix that. <laughs> So yeah, so that theme really set the stage for us to figure out that people really cared about what their golf bag looked like. They just didn't know how to dress it properly. And so we set out to teach them how to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously today, golf bags is the central part of our brand strategy where we lead off with golf bags. Um, It was interesting. And I'll tell you a funny story, guys. So we went to the first, I went to my first PGA show in 2017. We had not bought the company yet but Charlie and I had been working on the creation of the first golf bag, the SL one. And they showed up the night before the show, four of them, four different colors of the SL one prototypes. And we've got our head cover displays. We've got our four SL one golf bags, and we've got this really neat travel bag that we created called the UGB, the ultimate garment bag, which uh, is still our number one seller. Mm. And all anybody wanted to talk about at the show, were the golf bags and the travel bag. They didn't really want to, want to talk about head covers anymore, mm. which really was kind of the final straw to move forward with this business marriage where uh, we proved ourselves that people would recognize Stitch as something more than just uh, a head cover company.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think it's totally I I could see that happening just in just organically with me, you know, playing golf and and kind of what I do. By the way, I think uh, I know three people have already ordered the SL2 and I've got a couple of guys that are like, hey, yeah, I'm getting there working on it. So uh, everybody's raving about it. We'll get there in a second. Sure. But yeah, it's so when you so, you know, when you, when you and Charlie are talking and you're going through this thing and it's like, hey, here's what we're going to do. And, and again, taking it, I'm, I'm going to use some loose terms if you don't mind, but oh, you know going, going from a hobby and, you know, hey, this is kind of a cool idea. And and we're selling some things into turning something into a brand. And I'll circle back on the brand piece in a minute, because uh, I think you kind of came into golf at a pretty interesting time. I mean, obviously, what's happened over the past 18 months, whatever, you know, two years, if you want to call it, that has definitely opened a lot of people's eyes and it's brought a lot of people into, uh, you know, golf in some fashion. I mean, Dan and I with a podcast, right? I mean, we we're, we're always involved and we've, you know, events and playing golf, but you know, nothing necessarily formal. And, and, you know, you guys were a little bit, I mean, almost, uh, I'll, I'll call you insightful. I don't know if that, but I mean, but, well, but really, but I'll I mean, but it kind of let it, but I mean, you already had a foundation that was planted. And so I guess where I'm going with that is. What's the, what's it like in the boardroom and, and you can speak loosely as well, but what's it like in the boardroom when you guys are sitting or when you're in Kerry, sitting in the office, right? You're in the conference room, you're in the meeting and it's like, man, we're head covers, head covers, head covers. And it's like, yeah, but here's where we need to be. What, what's that transition look like? And then how does that get you to let's grow a brand
1: instead of a product? You know, it was great. So uh, it's a great question. It actually happened way before there was a board Uh, It happened in October of 2016 when I wrote the business plan. I spent um, almost 15 months studying the golf industry. I didn't know the golf industry. I knew it as a consumer, but I didn't know it as someone that was going to be a participant. And what I realized is where the head cover market in the U.S. is about $10 million a year, Hmm. the golf bag market in the U.S. is $500 million a year. Hmm. So part of my research was golf bags have got to be a part of our business. The other thing that I realized is that you basically got an e-commerce and digital presence, and then you've got what we call green grass, which are country clubs. And for us, it was really important for us to have both of those as part of our channels, have an e-commerce strategy and have a green grass strategy. Well, in the green grass world, where a lot of the dollars are spent in country clubs is in tournament gifting. So we needed to create products that we could use for gifting and that's where the UGB came from. Yeah, It was the need to fulfill on the tournament gifting. Now, obviously today we've got some crazy, crazy products, clubhouse duffel, the traveler, the birdie bag, which is our new hot seller, uh, the roller duffel. We've got just a, a plethora of cool travel items. And um, but you know, going back then it was just fulfilling the need based on research. Um, so Going back to that, though, it's like what what we really wanted, this is prior to the board, um, what we really wanted to do, though, was to figure out, could we build a brand? Because everything I'd ever read about building a brand, it was it was that it would take 12 years. Could we do it in half that time? And I feel like sitting here with you guys now, four years into this, we've done it in a third of the time. Um, and But we've got a lot of room to grow. Um, our, our brand strategy is really clear. It's, uh, it's golf bags first because we want to teach people to dress their game. It's then we want to introduce them to our travel gear, which basically has them share, stitch the brand with family members uh, through the travel products. Sure. And then ultimately we want brand ambassadors. We want people that want to wear the brand. And that is our strategy. And it's part of that original business plan that was written in October of 2016. And it's kind of like Colonel Sanders recipe for chicken. We just stick to that recipe.
0: Don't, uh, yeah, no, no reason to toss it. And I'll talk a little bit about some innovation that you guys done with uh, especially with the new SL2 coming out. But you mentioned the um, so, you know, obviously you've got the uh, you know the country club side of the house or, or golf tournaments where you're gifting things. How many how many turnips have you been to because, you know, Dan and I both have traveled a lot for work, you know, in in the past, not as of as of the past year and a half. But uh, how many people have just uh, like emptied their travel bag and reloaded? the the ultimate garment bag and just toss their other
1: bag right away, right? It happens <laughs> all the time. It happens all the time. You know, one of the most rewarding things is um, you know, going through the airport and seeing people carrying your bag. Sure. And and actually seeing people carrying a multitude of our products. It's really incredible. Back then that's all we had was one bag. But now we've got obviously quite a bit. And here you go. You've got it up on the on the screen.
0: Yeah, was was there hesitation? So it, it sounded like it was a pretty easy, uh, pretty easy jump to hey, we got to do golf bags because the money's there, the dollars are there, the the, the buying market is there. D- I mean, was the garment bag was it also just like a no brainer? Like yes, we're going to do that, or was there some hesitancy on? I don't know if it's going to work or not.
1: Well, it, there was a bu- uh, a bag by a, a company called Hook and Albert. Sure. And I remember yeah. thinking it was a cool bag. You've probably heard of that brand before. It was a very cool uh, bag. It was a garment bag that converted into a duffel. It had three zippers. And so we thought, well, what could you do to take that bag and make it even more efficient? Better. Like get rid of two zippers. So uh, that's where it came from, to be very honest with you. It was not the combination of a duffel and a garment bag. It was more, make it more efficient by eliminating all the zippers. Mm. Yeah, sure. And speaking of innovation, we've got, um, I'd love to like break stories here on uh, birdies and bourbon, which I won't do. Um, (laughs) But we've got. (laughs) Oh, no, no, you can. (laughs) You can. Feel free. (laughs) Well, look, we've got some crazy cool products and product development. We have a product development meeting every Wednesday. We've got a team of folks, designers, design engineers, uh, and supply chain folks that are constantly working on product ideas. And we've got some of the coolest stuff that we're getting ready to launch for uh, 2022 and 23. It's just going to blow your mind. Is that
0: going to, does that hit, uh, is that going to be like pre-holiday or is that going to hit the beginning of the year? It'll
1: hit, uh, it'll hit probably, you'll see some of the product launches starting in the spring of next year. Mm-hmm. Well, if you need well, any uh, test dummies, <laughs> um, just saying. Uh, you know what? I need testers, not dummies. <laughs> well, so, uh, if you guys are up for it, we would love to have you on that list. And yeah, uh, we'll make we, sure that Chandler connects with you guys and sends you a product and let you check it out.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we'd love to. And and since we're there, well, I'll probably circle back on a couple things, but um so i'll tell you this and and i'll just to be upfront and transparent if if you If you don't know what, if you're listening and you don't know what stitch is, I'm scratching my head and I'm like, okay, you clearly, you're a bowler, not a golfer (laughs) product product idea, by the way, Brad. Um, But if, 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 but if you don't know what it is, it's one of those things. And, you know, when I saw the bag and I'm, I'm going to frame it up and, you know, and I've I've obviously I've I've been carrying it for a while, carrying a new bag now and the SL2. But you know, I, I'm a minimalist per se when it comes to like the golf bag. Like, I don't want the big, fancy, the big fat bag that I can't get in my trunk of my car or wherever. Or when I go somewhere where it's a carry only course, and maybe you've got a caddy, you got to unload everything and put everything back in somewhere else. So I, I appreciate it. And number two, the affordability. And I've I, I won't bring the names up, but I've I've bought in my pre you know in the past. I mean, I've I've used other Golf carry bags, and you know, and I've always gravitated towards—I'll call it—I'm going to still call you bespoke. I don't know if you if you want to sit in that, if you want to sit in that category or not, but I, I think that uh, you know, it, it's still. Uh, I think you've surpassed boutique, but I think it's unique in a sense that it's definitely not cookie cutter. That uh, the, the only difference is the logo on the side of the bag, which by which here's the other thing is. I don't know why you haven't done it yet. And I know what you've got some tour pros carrying the bags. And obviously, you know, it's it's that's an advertising platform where you have to do that. When you look at a stitch golf bag. There's a little small, you know, I should have had, I should have had the bag. I could just be holding it up. You went to look at me, but there's a little logo. That's orange, a little orange rubber cover. That's about this big, about as big as like an eye. Yeah, there you go. Not very big at all. So you're not really recognizing it from the logo of the golf bag. You did uh, appreciate the custom, uh, custom initial cover that I got on there. So people know who it is. I appreciate that. That's called the signature magnetic ingot. (laughs) You knew I would have never got that right. So that's why I was kind of teeing you up for that. But but, but I I really appreciate that in, in the sense that you're trusting your unique design to speak for itself and people can kind of go, ah, that's a stitch bag. You don't need stitch written down the side of the bag for somebody. Or even better, I think it's where somebody goes, hey, man, what the hell kind of bag is that? Like, there's no day. What is that? You know? And and that's what I got. So I got the, uh, I got the blue with the, uh, the camo pockets on it. And, and I don't know, I got two weeks ago, maybe. And people were like, Hey man, where'd you get that bag? So and of course, you know, we, we, we go down the episode. And it's like if you don't like that, if that's not really your, you know, your jam, there, there's the solid blacks so, or, you know, diff, a lot of different color schemes. And if you want to share a little about why are you electing to keep things so I'm going to call it minimalist, even though I think you've really done a nice job with the upgrades of the SL2 and some different locations of some things on there, I think it was a hell of an upgrade.
1: Well, thanks. I'll go to the brand elements first, and then I'll go to the upgrades. Um, so with regard to the brand elements, it was not an accident. It was all by design that we would not flash a big billboard in your face uh, that through the product design, uh, the aesthetics of it. Uh, we, love to, we love to design with this principle called the Maya principle. Uh, it's where you design something that's familiar that has an aesthetic aha. And so all of our products have that in them um and part of you know that um simplicity of how we brand our products is it's more about a consistency um if you can recognize a stitch product either by the product design or by that little orange indicator we're good with that if we have to flash a billboard up there to tell you that it's uh i won't name the competitors if we have to do that then the product isn't innovative enough and so we like to lean on innovation and we feel like we're all about innovation. But look, we're a young company, it's hard. And and I'll go into kind of your comment about some of the improvements to the golf bag. You know, we launched the SL1, we came out of that um, January 2017 PGA show. Um, we uh, finished the deal where we put the investor group together, bought the company and sealed the transaction. I guess it was April of 2017 and we started selling products in May of that year. And we, we were selling a lot of SL1s. And to be very honest with you, we hadn't done any product testing with this. So, we were testing on the fly and we basically... It was one of those things where we could delay everything by a year, put the product out there with testers, wait, get the feedback, make iterations. Or... Feel good about the product, put it in the market, and stand behind it. If there's a problem with the product, just replace it, no questions asked, and move on. And we're thankful for the customers that went through that process with us, even though they didn't really know that they were guinea pigs and testers at that point. Um, We like to stand behind our products and still to this day stand behind our products, and we're grateful for the folks that have trusted us to continue to make the products better. So, We went through on the SL1, we went through seven different iterations, iterative changes of that bag. And honestly, the SL1s that we have now are the best they've ever been. They're incredible. Then we launched the SL2. And why did we launch the SL2? Again, it was to touch another part of that bag market. We decided to get into it with the single divider, single strap, perfect caddy bag, which is a small segment of the market, but we wanted to get into that so that we could learn about the bag business. Sure. And of course, then the next progression to that is the person that actually wants to carry a bag and have a harness and wants a little bit more storage. And what you'll see is that the SL2 will evolve continuously like the SL1 has. We're very proud of the current version of the SL2. It's a fantastic bag. Um, The caddies love it. They love the fact that, you know, the people that you buy that bag like yourself know if they show up at a caddy course, that the caddies don't like to carry harness bags. So put the single strap on. And um, we, we've tried to be very thoughtful with um, we want to, You know, we think about the caddies, we think about the walking golfer, we think about the person that's the cart golfer. And so we're launching, uh, it's getting ready to release our SL cart, which is our cart bag. And, uh, it's a killer bag. I'm just going to tell you, it's a throwback. (laughs) Again, it goes back to the Maya principle of something that's familiar with an aesthetic. Aha. And the teaser is this, it is a throwback to the seventies PGA players, their tour bags that is a cart bag it's got great access and storage but it is a throwback bag and it is so cool looking Mm, i've got one that's on my golf cart and uh just taking it out there you you would think that a helicopter landed on the golf course people are like what the heck is that (laughs) so anyway i'm excited for you guys to take a look at that and we'll make sure to get get them in your hands let you check them out that's
0: cool. I would absolutely love to. Yeah, it's and uh, I mean, I can I'm, I've already got a, my mind's eye. I can already see what the bag is. It's uh, it's not that obnoxious thing that you can walk in and buy today. It's something that's manageable,
1: but it's a little more adaptable to uh, to the golf cart. So. Well, and I'll give you a teaser. Um, if you go back and look at uh, photos from the Walker Cup, the U.S. team actually was carrying the SL cart bag. Uh Oh,
0: OK. Nice. Yep.
1: So there's teaser central for you.
0: There we go. Oh, so, all right. So you brought it up. So I don't feel like I'm jumping us around too much. Uh, you, you've got uh, a couple of weeks ago, you guys announced, uh, I don't know if you're sponsoring, you're definitely involved in, uh, in the Williams cup that's happening up in North Carolina. So, and, and as you, if you, if you want to share about that and and what, what else is stitch doing in the golf world, maybe outside of the professional realm. And if you want to kind of dovetail into the professional world about what's happening.
1: I'll go, I'll go all over the place with you. So, um, why don't we, we'll, we'll start with college golf. I'll take you to junior golf and then I'll go back uh, to professional golf. Sure. Um, so on the college golf side, we've, we've worked with a, a number of universities that wanted to outfit their teams with stitch gear. And, um, so we've, we've worked with some schools to do that private schools and, uh, state supported schools. We got involved with a tournament that's actually. I'm sitting here in my home office, looking out across the lake at my home course, which is McGregor Downs Country Club, in Cary, North Carolina. Uh, we brought back a tournament that was called the Ping Intercollegiate. It was a very, um, it was a very um, well-known uh, tournament. Uh, the likes of Phil Mickelson, David Duval, Davis Love. Uh, there's a ton of great players that have played in this tournament ping was a sponsor for a number of years courtyard by courtyard by Marriott took it over and then it went dormant we brought the tournament back in 2018 and it's the stitch intercollegiate and it's hosted by North Carolina State University so about three years go ahead Dan don't get excited go Wolfpack (laughs) Wolfpack. I hear you man (laughs) I hear you good deal so then uh the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill wanted to put together their own host tournament. And um, they used to have a tournament that they hosted at their home course. Uh, they wanted to kind of up the game. And uh one of our board members and one of my partners in Stitch, um, a guy named Rick Hopkins, uh graduate of, of UNC, um, member at Eagle Point and a number of other clubs, he put t- together uh the Williams Cup working with UNC and um asking Roy Williams and his wife to be the named, uh, uh, tournament, um, uh, basically the chair people. And, uh, I don't know what you call them. They're basically the like the host of the that. tournament, right? I mean, even though they're, they're, the, they're the hosts or the, they are who's the being they are recognized. The uh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. They're the hosts. And we are the title sponsor. Oh, nice. So that's college golf. And why is that important? Um, it's because it's our backyard. This is right here in our backyard, and we have two college tournaments right in the state of North Carolina um, by two schools that are well-known schools with a field that is fantastic in both tournaments. Um, what's really neat about these two tournaments, and um, specifically to the Stitch Intercollegiate, uh, I'm involved with the Rex Hospital Open, which is a corn Ferry tournament uh, that's been around for decades. It's one of the longest-running tournaments on the corn Ferry tour, um, and we actually give the low medalist of our stitch intercollegiate tournament a sponsor's exemption into the Corn Fairy tournament. Oh, nice! So for whoever that medalist is, that's their first professional tournament field that I, they will play. I
0: for. think I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I just I want to make note of this. I mean, so 2016 is that when you'd say like like full on for Stitch Golf? 2017. 2017. So we're yeah. we're roughly you know well let's call it five years just to be fair. And I mean, you're already like you're already giving people access to go and play golf. man. I mean, that, that's you said you, I mean, you're getting to what it's all about from your perspective. I think from the outside looking in, I mean, the, the, the point that you're giving back and giving people an opportunity to play. I mean, that's uh, that, that, that's a hell of a hell of a statement man!
1: Thank you. Thank you. Look, uh, you know, in, in junior golf is really important to us. We support a number of AJGA tournaments. We support, uh, the Carolina's golf association. They hold a host of tournaments. We support them in those tournaments. Um, and you know, obviously we have a real desire to be recognized in the professional ranks. We have, um, I was tournament chairman this year of the Rex hospital open, and we had 13 of our players on the corn Ferry tour playing in that tournament. Oh, wow. Nice. Which was pretty awesome. In fact, it was cool to see a group come through and all of the players had stitch tour bags and were wearing stitch apparel. Very cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, We've, we've got 107 PGA tour um, players that carry our product that we don't pay. Wow. They just like our product (laughs) and I give credit to the fact that we've got the greatest tour rep. Um, he's, he's a great guy. He's been with us the whole time. His name is Charles Woodward. He knows the guys on tour. He's friends with the guys on tour and uh, he knows how to do really cool things for the guys on tour. So they want to carry our product. Mm. So I'm really grateful for him. We've got some new player deals that we'll be announcing here. I would say probably the next time we, I'll come back and get on with you guys, and I'll have some announcements for you. I'll be prepared with some really cool announcements so that you guys can launch it first. How about that? That sounds good. Uh, yeah. How about? Uh, I guess you got a bottle of Maker's Mark uh, coming your way. Barrel <laughs> pick for the open. So this Ragtime Rye is really good. Hmm. It,
0: it, and I, you may be thinking like I'm not a rye whiskey guy, but no, even if it. even if you're not, I mean, this thing is like knock your socks off stuff, man. Not well, not like it. not like potent, but like taste wise, this thing is good. It's
1: great. It's got some high power. I mean, it's a 112 proof, but it. It's uh, it's really good. I had to put a little uh, ice in mine to let it marinate a little bit, but I love it. Perfect. Uh, the first thing, just like you shouldn't uh, let me design
0: a golf bag, uh, you should not let anybody else tell you how to drink your whiskey, sir.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> that's the way. That's the way to do it. <laughs> so, you know, from uh, uh, from just to kind of round out the the player stuff, um, we've sponsored um, several LPGA players this year. Horn Ferry players, PGA players, and Champions Tour players. And so we've hit everything from junior golf to collegiate golf to professional golf. And we'll continue to do that. Um, we're pretty excited. I, I was on the phone a while today working on some player deals mm. pretty excited about some of the stuff we've got upcoming so uh as soon as i get the deals sealed i'll send you guys a note and we'll get back together and i'll let you guys announce it awesome. yeah please do man
0: yeah we'd, we'd love to uh, we'd love to do that and, and again I, I think it goes to show that i mean you're, you know, the involvement, we talked a little bit, if I get sideways, you can tell me, but you know, it's, I, I'm kind of gravitating back towards though. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about the bag, right? You said you wanted the bag to speak for itself, not what's on the side of it. And I think as, and, and I don't know if this is a thing or not, you, you can redirect me. You're the one, you're the one making the deal. You're involved in making the deals and you know what's happening, but you know, more and more you've seen, and I'll, I'll say Tiger Woods, for example, probably the most popular, well, not probably the most popular golfer ever had his own essentially line of clubs. Right, were designed for him by by Nike. Whatever yep. it, it, it was there, and you know whatever happens happens. And then he's like, "Hey, I'm just going to go play what I want to play now." Yep. And, and I think we're starting to see more and more golfers go to the fact of like. I don't need an exclusive deal with you. I mean, you know, Rom did something and and there's still that's definitely going to be there and it's going to happen. But I think as they as you know, as, as things progress, we're going to start to see more of that kind of mixed bag element. And even if you look in the bag of some folks that have some of the uh, of the billboard sponsors, if you yeah. will, yeah, it's, there's probably other things in there than what's in that bag. And it's written into the contracts and things like that. But I, I think where you are and I mean, like no shit, there's a cool factor to stitch. You guys are you guys are owning a cool factor on the golf course, which you want to do. And and I think that that's going to allow the um, that that player that's playing that mixed bag. I mean, I think that's just another element that he's going to bring in that I can stand out. I can be unique and I can also look different and maybe a little cooler the pentagon cool's different for everybody i guess but i but i, I think it's definitely uh, uh, a niche that really hasn't been hit in the sense of the golf bag and it's crazy to think about you went from car influenced head cover designs to now we're we're at golf bags and i'm waiting to see the racing straps on the golf bag man
1: uh, you're going to see them. In fact, <laughs> if you go and look at that Walker cup SL cart bag, no, that that's used. It's got stripes on it. And so the SL cart bag does have racing stripes on it. Ooh, so, so I, I'm, gonna not I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it, but I can start
0: naming golfers now
1: because there's a lot of car guys.
0: out there. <laughs> I sh- guys. I'll shut up about
1: that. I'll shut up. No, it's great. Look, we, we love cars. I mean, I'm a car enthusiast. I've restored 17 cars over the course. I'm 56 years old. So I've been restoring cars since I was young. And, um, uh, haven't done one in the last several years, but take them completely apart, put them back together. So I remember I was playing golf with a good buddy of mine and, uh, you know, he said, so, uh, what's going on with this, uh, this, this head cover company that you're, that you're looking at? I said, you know, I said, for some reason I am just drawn to cars and golf. It's like, if I can have that in my life more, I probably need to run towards that. And, uh, of course here we are. So, um, yeah, we, we love cars and, uh, cars influence, even if they don't actually make their way onto all of our products, they influence the colors influence, uh, all of the, um, you know, basically the, the the concept boards and you know the idea boards that the design team puts together. There's always cars on those boards. We're sitting down and looking at products. It's always themed around some kind of car, a car color, a shape, some little element of a car. And speaking of that, we've got a product uh, that we're going to launch next year. Um, it's called um, My SL, and um, that's all I'm going to tell you about it. But my stands for, it's M I Y. It stands for make it yours. Ooh, I, I just heard. Uh, okay, I don't know if I can say that or not. <laughs> well, you can imagine whatever you want to imagine. So I, I, uh, I thought I saw birdies and bourbon on uh, on a back. Uh, hey, you, you can, if you can think it, we can do it.
0: Hey guys, this is Matt King with Libra Sport Distillery. I'm the director of distillery operations
1: here and you're listening to But yeah, so we're pretty excited about this program. We've been doing it. It really came about when we introduced the magnetic signature ingot, which would allow people to personalize their bag. We decided we're going to take this to a different level. So um, look for that up- upcoming next year as well. It's, so, you,
0: I mean, again, I, I've talked about the SL1 and how much I've enjoyed playing it, and I, I didn't I didn't look at another bag, didn't think about carrying another bag until you came out with the SL2, uh, which this is the SL2 that's on the screen right now. If you're just listening, you should definitely go and check this, this out on YouTube. This is the Walker YouTube. Cup one, right?
1: That is that is the Americana. That's the one that uses yeah. the practice bag for the Walker Cup, and then they use the SL Cart as their tournament bag. Okay. So yeah, they had them both. Yeah. So, so, or they can go to Stitchgolf.com
0: and you can check out, uh, the bags and availability. you got a great sale going on right now, by the way.
1: So. <laughs> we absolutely we do, do. So. Stitchgolf.com and also follow us on Instagram. We, um, you get a lot of previews on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
0: So, so what's, um, we haven't even touched on apparel yet. I know you, I, I hope we're not keeping you too long, but you, so, uh, I've got a whole bottle of ragtime rock. So, so, so so do I. This is going to get fun. So, um, so, so, how are you going to? So, you started with head covers, and we're, I'm, I'm going to, this is going to dovetail us into, uh, into the apparel. But so, this, the golf bag stuff blows me away because it's just, it's, it's hands down. I mean, it is the best bag I've carried what are you going to, what are you doing to re not that you need to bring the covers back, but what's happening on the cover side that you're going to be reinvesting in and then what's uh, and then you can kind of lead us to apparel and where's that going?
1: Yeah. So what you'll see on the cover side is uh, really a, almost like a reset. We've, we've done some real novelty, uh, cool stuff. You've seen some of the limited release products that we've done, um, you know, that, uh, transfusion cover um you know there's just a bunch of them and uh, they i've got them all laid out right over here so um <laughs> but it, you know we're going to get back to more of the dress your game concept and we'll introduce some limited release novelty stuff from here you know from time to time but mostly we're going to design covers that actually work with our bags so that it makes it easy for dan to dress his game that's right that's what we're going to do on the apparel side, it's really pretty simple for us. We, you know, we wanted to get be clear with ourselves and with our customers that we're a golf brand. Um, a lot of people want to rush you into being a lifestyle brand when you get into apparel, and I would say, if your lifestyle is always dressing ready to go and hit a bucket of balls, or cutting out of work a few minutes early so you can go and chip and putt or walk nine holes, or grab a cart and play 18, then we're your company. Uh, Because we're a golf company. And what you'll see from us is is that, uh, you know, it's polos and layering. We've got uh, the greatest polos. We have cotton blend polos, and we've got performance polos. They're fantastic. They're very stylish. We call them classics with a a twist. Um, Our signature under button holds the There you go. There you go. You got the new stuff up there. I love it. Um, We've got the signature under button under our collars, which we think is really special because when you put a layering piece on, you don't have to worry about your collar kind of sinking underneath the layer. Sure. It stands up properly. And uh, we've got great layering um, products. We've got a four layer strategy. So it's a a lightweight, a a midweight, a vest, and then an outerwear piece. And uh, we do shorts and we do pants and we're getting ready to introduce uh, our brand new performance shorts, five pockets and flat fronts. And I will tell you, as a, a consumer of these products for years, this is the best stuff that you're going to put on your legs. This their the, our, our pants and shorts are the best. They're phenomenal. So uh, be anxious to have you guys uh, try those as well. And let me know what you think of them. Cool. Yep we we would
0: uh, we'd absolutely love to. Was there any hesitation? Because the whole, you, I mean, you mentioned you'd you'd spent some time in the uh, office supply side of the the world, and uh, you know, and Dan and I have spent some time in the on the retail side of the world, um, maybe office supply, but but others, you know, garments and apparel and such, and and that's a tricky market to get into, right? I mean, it's kind of uh, it's it's questionable, especially especially when you go from head covers to golf bags and, and now we're going into to apparel. Yep. And, but I guess if what I heard was kind of where you're uh, we're, we're not a, we're not going to dress you for every occasion. We're addressing you for the golf occasion and you're going to get all your golf stuff at StitchGolf.com, and you don't have to go elsewhere to get it.
1: That's exactly right. And look, how many people now, especially now are dressing like they're going to the golf course as they're working every day. Every day. And so it just made sense for us. Look, I I would, I would say this, um, you know, being a lifestyle apparel brand, is not our aspiration. It's not part of our business plan. And, uh, but if your lifestyle is all around golf and birdies and bourbon, I mean, then why not? And, and, you know, we're that kind of company, Um, but you're right. We're not going to dress you for a black tie event. We're not going to dress you for a wedding. We're not, we're just not going to do that. That's not who we are. It wouldn't even make sense. But if you are a fan of Stitch because of our golf bag and our head covers and you're a fan of Stitch because you've used one of our travel pieces and you bought another one and then you told somebody about it and said this is the coolest thing and then you showed up at a tournament and you got another one and you're like, holy cow, these guys keep innovating these crazy cool travel products and then you want to wear the brand to represent, then we'd love to have you. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually waiting on a
0: travel golf bag. Is what I'm waiting, or, uh, like a golf bag cover. That's what I'm really waiting on. Well, me.
1: that's interesting. You say that <laughs> we've got two that are launching next year. This has not been baited, by the
0: way. That was just, <laughs> that,
1: that's that was not a loaded question. It was a true statement. So, well, it it so um, we that is we've got two products coming out next year that are just going to blow your mind. And you know, if you wow. think about innovation in the golf travel bag space. <clears throat> there hasn't been a lot of innovation. I, I, you got two. You
0: got you got the canvas bag that everybody yeah. will know, and you got the hard case. Y- you got and, or, 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 well, actually, there's three. And then there's everything else that uh, you got to have a new set of golf clubs. And you find out that the airline does not honor any anything in your golf bag
1: once it's destroyed. You're exactly right. So we're introducing a product that we call the MUTT. Cause everybody loves a mutt. Uh, I,
0: I just take it as it can take a beating and it uh, just keeps on, keeps on living.
1: Uh, mutt is stands for multi-use traveler. So it's a conversion bag. It's going to blow your mind and I'll just leave it at that. Again, going to the aha, you know, the Maya principle of the familiar with the aesthetic aha. And then we've got the GTE that we're going to reintroduce next year as well, which is um uh, grand touring, um, uh, it's our grand tiering expandable, sure. And uh, it's it's these are just killer bags. You're gonna love them. And uh, again, I, I I would love to be able to show you more, but I can't. No, no, I understood. We, it, those and that's the products not, we're going to launch. Yeah, that's not the intent. We're not
0: asking. I, I guess, I mean, so on it, like as a fanboy, like I'm going like, hey, what you've built is already working out great. I just got something new that's working out even better. It's not working out better. I'm enjoying it more because it changed and the sure. the, uh, the, the dynamics or functionality of it is working a little bit better. Nothing wrong with the SL1. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying I appreciate the other one i could see how somebody might be like eh, i like the sl1 better i think that
1: there's i think that's two different golfers that, that probably sit i'm an there. sl1 guy so yeah again, right it, i love the sl2 i've used it i think it's a great bag i love it i just find myself going back to the original yeah but, I, I haven't gotten rid of uh yeah i'm
0: still both are still sitting here so i'm gonna have to i mean, i may play around a little but you know i, I did see a statement and I won't get into anything, uh, you know, too businessy, but uh, and, and I think you brought it up and, and without us having to go there, but I, I'm just going to bring it up anyway, just to reiterate is uh, aggressive expansion. And, uh, you know, how do we accelerate product, uh, you know, d- product growth, right? And, and product uh, product design. And, and I mean, it's clear that you're, uh, you and the team are dedicated on doing that. And, you know, how do we, how do we get what we how do we take what we've got, And I would say with minimal change, make it better so that it's still that, like, yes, I know exactly what that is when I see it.
1: Yeah, look, you you need to know that it's a product from Stitch without us having to post the billboard. And if it's an innovative product and it's in golf, you can probably look for the orange label. And that's what we want to be known for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun stuff. All right. So we, we may, uh, we may weave a little more stitch stuff in, but, uh, but Brad, before we move on to some fun questions to get to know Brad King a little better, (laughs) uh, what do we, what do we need to know about stitch golf? Uh, where do we find you? How do we see you? Where do we get the stuff at? What's going on there?
1: Well, I would say, um, we are in, uh, country clubs all over the country. Uh, We've got reps that basically cover the U.S. Um, I would say our footprint is predominantly the middle part of the U.S. and east. Even though we do service clubs on the West Coast, we don't really have sales representation there. Uh, So if you're great and you want to make a lot of money, uh, you can reach out to our (laughs) HR department.
0: (laughs) You ever heard of a place called Silverleaf? Uh, I mean, I, I think I've got a little place I could move into out there. I'm just saying.
1: yes, 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 absolutely. Um, so, but we're, you know, we basically had this strategy of on the green grass side is growing from our backyard and just going from East coast to West coast. And that's what we're executing. Um, but you can also find us at stitchgolf.com. uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, sign up for our email, sign up for our text messaging, our SMS messaging, and, um, you'll see the latest, greatest products before anybody else does. And, uh, if you're lucky enough to, uh, play or be a member of one of the clubs that we service, uh, they obviously have our product with their logo on it, which makes it special in and of itself. That's cool.
0: I, I, I'll tell you, you mentioned the warranty thing earlier. I know I said we were getting the fun, fun questions, but you mentioned, I, I was just looking over what I didn't, didn't, uh, bring up, but so, uh, it was, it was definitely my fault, um god i hope i don't get a bill for this uh but i i had a zipper bust (laughs) on me on on my original sl1 i got it at dothan country club in alabama Mm. and And I'm like, okay, well, it busted, and and it it hadn't been too my fault. I was definitely overpacking and doing some things, you know. And I'm like, hey, well, this thing busted. You know what's going on here? No questions asked. I didn't actually get a message from Dothan Country Club. I got a message from Stitch Golf, and they said, hey, you want the logo or you don't want the logo? I don't know if we need to. We this is not live right now, so if we need to take this out, we can take it out or we can limit it. But it it, we don't want to create any more noise. But there was no noise on. Did the bag fail and? it's like, yes, it did. And, uh, within three days, I think the bag, I new bag and I'm like, Hey, here you go. Yeah, here you go. And here, yeah. Great experience. Customer service was hands down what you probably better than you would expect. And, uh, my SL one that I was replaced maybe two years ago has never failed me yet.
1: So. Well, hey, look, like I said, we I'm not going to say our products are perfect because products fail. I mean, look, let's be honest, a uh, uh, less than $400 golf bag or travel bag is going to fail if a $40,000 car fails. But uh, really, how do you stand behind your products? And that's really what makes uh, a company and makes a loyal customer, and we stand behind our products. Yeah. So
0: testimonial it's, and this was well before we've, we've had any chance to talk, you know, years, you know, years before we had a chance to engage. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, um, I I see no reason why people aren't uh, taking on more of this stuff. So, okay. Fun questions, Brad. Bring it. All right. So you're a car guy. Yep. Um. What's in the garage? American. Well, you could. I was going to go American or Euro, but you want to go? What's in the garage? You you pick.
1: Well, it. I, I, look, as a guy who has restored uh, Jaguar E types, Mercedes S E coupes, um, C three Corvettes, Z twenty eight Camaros. Um, and uh, you know just a a host of other well i've I've done several of each of those different marks Um, dotson 240z um i love all cars i just think if if there's thought that's put into the styling or the muscle i'm a fan that's um the last car that i restored was a 1967 jaguar xke coupe and i showed it at a concourse um event and a guy wanted it really, really bad. And so I sold it. And I actually, believe it or not, I just got called two weeks ago. The car sold, uh, was sold again to a guy in Oregon. And he called me to let me know that he owned my car that I had completed. So really? I still stay in touch with my cars, even though I haven't <laughs> had the car for five years. That's sweet. So,
0: so is that the favorite that you've restored? And so, too, do you have a favorite? And then what haven't you... Restored, been able to restore. What's what's on your bucket list to restore?
1: You know, I would say I don't have a bucket list restoration anymore. I'm I'm kind of I've done it and I I don't need to do it again. I'll I'll buy them now. But um, but yeah, the e types e type Jags are my favorite. They're they're difficult and I just love them. I think they're the prettiest car that was ever built. I love them. I think they're fun to drive and they're fun. You know, they're very powerful and, but um. You know, what's in the garage right now is a 2018, uh, Maserati MC Stradale. And, nice. uh, it's got 700 miles on it. They only made 300 of them. And it's the last year that they made that, that body style. Uh, it's the third one of those I've owned. And I'll tell you what I love about a Maserati Gran Turismo. You can put four people in the car and you can put four SL ones in the truck. <laughs> It's the greatest car ever. Perfect. Noted. Noted. So the I'm a Porsche you too. I've owned a bunch of Porsches. I've restored Porsches. I love Porsches. I probably have owned more Porsches than anything. Oh, selfish, less.
0: selfish question. What do you think about the 2000 model? No, no, no. 90 models. Nine six eights.
1: I like them. I think they're great. You're not gonna have. I'm not gonna say anything bad about a Porsche.
0: I don't, I, I'm I'm dying to get one. I'm just, I'm yeah. just worried. And I don't drive a lot really uh, per se, you know, it's, but I mean, that's I'm just going to use it as my daily driver. Cause you can pick them up with like 50,000 miles or less.
1: They're great cars. And
0: yeah. You think you, you I mean, you would, I mean, if it, you had to go through it obviously and such,
1: but uh, you'd, you'd, Daily drive ones are just such well-built cars. They're made to be driven. The maintenance is so minimal on them. I've owned, there's no telling how many Porsches I've owned. I've owned a bunch and uh, I love them. They're easy. That's that's what's great about them. Mm. They're just easy to drive, fun to drive and they're easy to maintain. So this was an expensive show. Pull the trigger, man. This was an expensive show.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's good. Uh, Dan, fire away, man. I know you got some. Uh, Bucket list, uh, where to play for you?
1: Well, um, Augusta National. Okay. Haven't -hmm. played there. It's definitely bucket list. I'm actually going to play. I'm doing a trip. um, The first week of October, I'm going to play Fisher's. Shinnecock Ooh. and National Golf Links. Oh, oh cool. that's nice. three off the list. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Yeah, that's, that's a, a hell of a trip. Yeah, that's a nice month. <laughs> I'm excited about that trip. Ooh, man, should be should be a good one. Yeah, because you... bucket list. That's that that to me should be top of everybody's bucket list until they play it. And I've got a bunch of friends that have played it and. It's everything that you can dream that it would be. They always tell me it's it's better than they imagine. Yeah, we'll see how good of friends they are. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten the call. I'm not asking. I know how that rule works.
0: Uh, so you you were talking earlier about uh, about yourself and and Charlie's relationship uh, as as his high school golf coach. Uh, and you, you said you, you got him away from that lob wedge finally. Now he's pulling out the putter. What's your favorite What's your favorite club in the bag?
1: Uh, I would probably say my, my nine iron only because when I practice, I spend more time with my nine iron. Hmm. Trying to hit flighted shots and just work on my golf swing. I use my nine iron a lot. So I would say it's my favorite. So anytime I pull it out of the bag, when I get a perfect number on the golf course and it's my nine iron, it's Is like, it okay, well, I've done this a million times.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh so here's it. So this, oh interesting. So th- this will be you can answer indirectly if you want to. So with with Stitch not being a um, I'm I'm gonna just use the word, the term billboard brand, yeah. right? Or, or bill, billboard uh product, right? Yeah. uh are you playing? You playing uh you playing billboards? Are you uh going direct to are you getting
1: custom? Uh, what, what what clubs do you play Great question. So I'm playing with a combo set of Shrixons right now. Um, I've got two brand new sets that I'm sitting here staring at. Um, another new combo set of Shrixons and a new set of uh, I210Ping. Okay. So I just haven't put them in play yet. I had um, I had a hand injury. I had surgery on my hand, and uh, I, I said I wasn't going to put my new sticks in play until I could find the center of the club face because I'm not marking them up.
0: You didn't hit the, uh, the root on like number seven and Eastlake. <laughs>
1: oh, no, oh. You know, what's crazy. I did exactly what he did. Oh, wow. No, did you really? I bro- broke the hook of the handmade bone in my hand and I don't know if he <sighs> had a broken bone or not. It, it hasn't but been announced yet. So, yeah. Well, I, you know, it's funny. So I've looked at that video mm-hmm. and I-, I showed it to my wife and I said, this is exactly what happened to me. Mm. I was in a cast off and on for four months. And then finally they said, we have to do surgery and they had to remove the bone. And guys, I will tell you, I've got a two-inch scar. I was expecting to come out with about a quarter-inch scar. I've got a two-inch scar in my hand, and lots of sensitivity. So it takes time to heal that. I hope it's I hope it's not terrible because that's a serious serious injury.
0: Well, I mean, for Brooks, you know, that's he's all he's had injuries, or that's kind of a nagging left hand injury for him. You know, not not even just with what happened. I mean, it's been an issue. So yeah, that that could be uh, could not be a very good thing so
1: we'll look up hook of the hamate because it's an interesting bone and it's pretty common bone entry uh in in golf and baseball okay so. speaking of the baseball player
0: there you go <laughs> there you go brooksy
1: Uh, let's see,
0: what else do we need to, i got a couple more questions. Uh, oh, so are there any, this is off top. This is back to, this is a business question. So you, and you may not answer, but, um, but I, I did ask about some of the, um, kind of direct to consumer, um, clubs and did you said what you were playing. Any is there any like collaborations going on with you and maybe some of the direct to consumer clubs and how do you pair like a how does a stitch bag get with one of the brands that are out there direct and are you kind of pairing something up?
1: You don't have to answer Save if you can't. You no, know, we're uh we've actually have a, a collaboration that's coming up. We're doing a giveaway with a great brand, a California based brand, uh, that if you don't know this brand, you will know them. And then you'll be amazed by them. Um, the, their focus is high quality. Uh, the guy that started the company is an amazing person and, um, look for that. That'll be our anniversary, which will be, it's coming up sometime. Uh, I think it's coming up in October is when we're going to do it. Um, cool. I can get Chandler to send you the details on yeah, that. Yeah, you should but.
0: send them over. Yeah. I said no curveballs, and I'm not trying to curveball. No, no, it's right. yeah, We've got some
1: other, we're working on some other collaborations with some other, um, even more well known brands um, that we'll see how they materialize. We've yeah, got sure. a couple of interesting things that we haven't quite gotten over the goal line yet, but if we do, they'll be really special. I mean, did
0: you, of course, you didn't set out to not be successful. But I mean, just the, the, the receptivity that things are taking on, right? And, and with what you're doing, I mean, are you kind of like, like you almost have to be a little bit like, well, we didn't, you don't have to be uh, selfish about it or or, uh, or boastful, but in some form of fashion, I mean, you guys as a, as a team, you got to sit around and be like, well, we didn't make a horrible idea or a decision.
1: Look, we're grateful. We're grateful. I think it was. Um, if I have to give, I'll, I'll give several pieces of credit. Um, we have an amazing team. We really have an amazing team. Down to the person that's putting the product in the box to send it out to our customers, um, all the way back to our finance team, to our marketing team, to our creative uh, product design team, and our supply chain team. We've just got a great group of folks. Um, no, I'm grateful. I'm I'm grateful for our customers. I'm grateful for people for trusting us. I'm grateful for, uh, people that are willing to try us because we are kind of intriguing. Um, no, I, I would say, but I go back to that original business plan. When I studied the industry, it's like the information, it just painted this really clear picture to me. And it seemed like the right thing to do. And I say this all the time. Um, we may be wrong, but we're not confused. And so, if we stick to our plan and just keep running towards it, we may be wrong, but at least we're not confused. Awesome. And it seemed to serve us well. So, yeah, I'm grateful for that. Awesome. Yeah, sure. Okay, so when people are in the uh, in the
0: triangle, uh, the the Raleigh Durham area, I don't know, Dan, you, you're better to explain the triangle than I. So you're hitting uh-huh. it pretty good. Yeah. All right. Yes, so when you you're, did. when, yeah, when, when you're in the triangle, where, where are you sending somebody to get a drink or are you send them to play golf? And where are you sending them to get something to eat?
1: Three great questions. So I'm going to send them to the Umstead hotel to get a drink. Mm, that's a good one. Great hotel. Number one in the state mm. and a great bar. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, send them to uh, my other club, old Chatham to play golf mm. Uh, Old Chatham hosted the US Senior uh, Amateur in 2019. It's a fantastic Reese Jones Club, just awesome 400 acres, protected on all sides, completely protected. So it's a really unique piece of property. And then where am I going to send them to go and eat? I would say if it's your first time in the triangle, I'm going to send you to the Angus barn. <laughs> because if you haven't been to the Angus barn, then uh, you're, you're missing out. And to be very honest with you, if you can't go to the Umstead first, you can always end up in the wild turkey lounge there at the Angus barn. And that's a great place to hang out.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's a good, that's good. That's a good day. <laughs>
1: so maybe two, day.
0: maybe two out of three of those I've been to. And I would say, uh, he is not steering you wrong.
1: There. No, he's not. Nope. Well, next time you're here, let's do that. Let's, and, let's
0: and we need to get that round of golf in too. Come on. <laughs> Threaten us with a good time. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll show up. <laughs> <laughs> Brad King, uh, if there's anything else you want to say, sir, uh, it's your show. So you, uh, you share away, man.
1: Guys, look, I'm grateful for being asked to be on. It's really cool. I love your setup, your bar setup. I love your collection. I've been studying some of the bottles I see in the background. <laughs> I've got my own collection. It's not quite as uh, beautifully displayed as yours, but um, you know, I'm proud to be associated with great folks like yourself. I'm thankful for having you as customers, and thankful that you guys are supporting uh, golf and giving golfers something to listen to, and just. Uh, um, you know, to really pursue your passion, which is playing golf and making birdies and drinking great whiskey, which uh, I think is a great combination. So proud to be a part of uh, your show. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Martha at Tobacco Road argues with the birdies thing. but uh, <laughs> I know she, she had a <laughs> lot to drink that day, so who's judging?
0: <laughs> hey, Brad King, it's been a pleasure, sir. Uh, looking bad. forward to uh, having you back on again, mm-hmm. man, and thanks for your time. Cheers. 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 <laughs>